Considering a buyer's agent? Visit edwardspropertyco.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast with Jake Edwards and Jason Matthews. It's all about health, wealth and footy. It certainly is. Welcome to it on SENQ 693am in Brizzy and 1620am on the Goldie. Uh, Jason Matthews, Jake Edwards here. How are you, mate? Morning, Jason. How are you, buddy? Good, good. You must be excited. You're off today. What are you doing over there? Are you cleaning? You're banging the <laughs> microphone. What's going You sound busy. What's uh, going on? You know, we spoke about this last week about having a day. <laughs> Um, where you just say to someone, I've, I've done nothing. I, yeah. not be, I actually had one of them days this week. Nice. It was very, very good. I saw you Wednesday night at SCNQ State of Origin party holding court yeah, uh, in the corner, uh, hogging my meat platter. I, I made a real critical error that night, Jace. Do you know when, <laughs> um, how you go to these events and the food comes out? Yeah. You know, that never makes it five metres past the door. And I was, yep. I was the furthest away from the door. So by the time yeah, the were. food come out. But you I had that lovely, massive tray of meat. It's funny. We had, mm. uh, we had uh, these trays of salami, beautiful and all that. No one touched the vegetables. <laughs> no one, no one touched them. Everyone just ate around them. It was very interesting with uh, cheese and all that. Hey, mates. Yeah, state of origin. Uh, I'm sick of being asked. Oh, how do you feel about it? I don't give a stuff anymore. I do not care. I'm a Blues supporter. It's hard living in Queensland when you're a Blues supporter. But well done uh, to the Maroons winning game one. Thank God I'm in Bali for game two. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I had to leave early Wednesday night because uh, the event was up in, in Brizzy, in the studio there, and drive down the Gold Coast. So I got halfway down the M1 was when the Hammer scored that second last try. Yeah. Mate, I know he drove off the, the highway. That's how excited I was. And then the big fella... Runs back with the flight of the ball, takes a chest mark, and then hands it off to the left to uh, to the Melbourne Storm boy, Mana, and in Mate, we go. Th- this is the th- th- this is the other thing that annoys me, right? You're people a Victorian. Like me. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, people like me. Vi- you've got no skin in the game. Uh, I, I do. don't need to hear you brag as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's enough, enough, guys. But how are you feeling? I, I'm. Have really, you recovered? No, I'm cranky. Still cranky. Mm. And well, you, you blew up before because there was no milk left in the fridge for your I know, for from, your coffee. For my coffee, so I'm 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 edgy today. Uh, but the thing is, the thing is, I already know Queensland's going to win game two because New South Wales are terrible, right? And I just know Suncorp Stadium, Queensland going to be so hard to beat, so hard to beat. So I've I've already resigned to the fact that we're going to lose State of Origin in 2023. And as I said, I'm lucky. I'm I'm glad I'm out of the country when was, Game Two happens. It was a big game, wasn't it, Adelaide? Oh, either, either mate. way, yeah. And you know what? It's those big moments, right? When the last ten minutes, uh, Queensland are down a player, and then Munster, who's had a wonderful game defensively, but in attack, he just did what he had to do. Mm. And that last ten minutes, he goes, "Give me the ball, bang bang." And that's you know. And you're right, that take by Lindsay Collins. He he has no right to be doing that. No, but yeah. Munster also had that little chip early to get Hammer across the line. So yeah. he was involved enough that oh, you're mate, right. He had, yeah. a, he had a good game. He had mm. a really good – but in the last 10 minutes, and I don't like – He's a game like, winner, isn't he? Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Cam Munster because he's a Queenslander. <laughs> and say, No, but he, he's been a bit of a grub over the years. But <laughs> he's, we don't have any grubs in oh, New South Wales. No. No, Tell no, me no. this. Tell me this, right? Mm. And, and Scotty Sattler and I spoke about it on Sports Day and, and, and off the bench earlier. You know what really annoyed me? 
was the Queensland rooms, and we have very good intel on that and someone who was in the rooms. They enjoyed the victory and they, they still talked about their mistakes after the game. And it wasn't a perfect game from Queensland. Nowhere near it. No, it wasn't. But in the New South Wales room, where they've just lost, they've had the bulk of possession. They had the rub of the green from the referees throughout the. What are you doing? Sorry, mate. I mean, Pen was stuck underneath the microphone. I was trying to. I'm, I'm trying to be serious, serious here, and you're like <laughs> rattling. No, but in the New South Wales rooms, there was a cast of thousands, sponsors, friends, family, all that in there, and the players getting photographs and smiles on their faces. And as a New South Wales supporter, that irks me. Absolutely yeah. irks me. Yeah. And what also irked me, and, and please do not take this the wrong way, was was during the week the presentation to the players uh, who were making their debuts, it was presented to them by their partners. And, 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 and again, I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be a part of it. I'm not saying that at all, right? And they support their, their, their husbands or boyfriends when they play. I, yep. And, and that is, that's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But where's the history? What about the blokes who played for New South Wales before mm. bringing them in and presenting those jerseys? I just, I don't know. I no, just, I, I can understand your frustration. I, I, can, I can, even myself watching it when I got home on Wednesday, no, I, I did see that. And I seen in the rooms after the game, they were talking to a couple of New South Wales boys and in the background, it seemed to be too friendly for my liking, having come off and yet another defeat. It was, it was set up perfectly for Queensland again. The way the storyline played out, they end up getting the win. But then my opinion is on it, mate, and yes, you're right, I'm a completely different code. But from the outside looking in, um, it just stinks from up the top. Yeah, I, I right. think yeah, Freddie would need to – he should have said, get out. Get everyone, everyone out. Get out. Get, get out. out. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is a problem. This is a culture issue and we need to, we need to sort it out. That The wires presenting the jumpers, it's a slap in the face. The past players. So I'm not being unreasonable when no, I say I, that. Oh, and I again, don't I don't so, mean that disrespectfully. Uh, not at all. No. There are other ways you can honour the partners of the players. Of course there is. Yeah. I just thought such a significant thing as handing over a jersey to a debutante, I think that that's that is massive. It's like it's like a partner handing a baggy green cap to a cricketer making their debut. Yeah, it's really f- confusing as to – I wonder what the story was behind. I wonder why – the um the reason was to get the wives yeah. to present it. Maybe there was a, a reason for it or not. But you, you, you hear, and one thing I love immensing myself in, again, an outsider looking in, but one thing I love about Origin is is the the storyline behind it leading into the, the every game. You know, hearing the commentators talk about the history of it. You get the old players talking about why it means so much to them. But one thing that's consistent that I hear across the board every year mm is the Maroons and how they talk about the history and the plays and what it means to them. Now, it doesn't mean that New South Wales... That's because you live in mean, Queensland. It doesn't mean as much to them. But even, even, most of these shows are produced down in Sydney, mate. Yeah, and, and the networks and that, most of them are all New South Wales presenters. And you can just see it. You can feel it. And you know that when, you know, a Slater's talking about it and a Cronk's talking about it compared to... Um, I couldn't even tell you, mate, who the other who the New South Wales blokes are, but it just it doesn't seem to sound the same. It doesn't seem to come from the same place. And I'm crankier as the uh, as the. I Queensland. think it matters to them. Mm. I'm not but saying it doesn't I don't matter. Know, to them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know what annoys me when you wake up the next morning and you turn on the TV and the radio and all that sort of stuff is Maroon's miracle. How's it a miracle? 
Oh, it was a pretty good game, Chase. But they, how's that a miracle? Well, the, well they for, beat us last year. But firstly, the Maroons are the current holders well, of did, State of Origin. Did you agree? Did you agree that they were the favourite, the Blues, heading into that game? Yeah, yeah, but not by much. Yeah, okay, not by much. But they go a man down, and then they had to move three or four blokes out of position to play a different position. Mate, again, it's you just... You knock out one of our best players in turbo. He's off. Oh, there was nothing in that. <laughs> anyway. Come on, even you can is, admit that. This is not good. We'll preview round 10 of the Quaffle uh, competition. Good to see Labrador back in the winning circle. Flogging uh, uh, Mitch Robinson in, in the morning side. That was a big win. Big win. And Robbo's done his knee now. He's got a dicky knee. <laughs> was he, was so, that a, it was a no excuse for him to miss another... So. No, no, he's 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 done his knee. He's got it in some sort of contraption. I saw him standing next to his brand new free car he got. So on social media, he mate, we've got to get on his gravy train. We do. You and I are doing it wrong. We're very wrong. Why are we working? And <laughs> he's not. Right. Hi, <laughs> I, I can't work it out. He's a good talker, Robbo. Um, senior economist from Prop Track, Eleanor Craig. Uh, Craigie will be joining us, and some major growth for regional Queensland. We do we do talk about health, wealth, and footy on this show. And when we, we we concentrate a lot on real estate because that is the big thing at the moment, and that's your area of expertise. You're you're always searching for properties for your clients every single week um, at Edwards Property and Co. But I just I, there there are other parts of Queensland that might be good as well that people can move to. So yeah, you know, and I have, I say to my wife, if everything ever falls foul and they get rid of me here at SCN and and we don't have work and we can't afford to live in the big smoke, let's go out regional. Yeah, mate, there's, there's some great spots. And one thing we'll focus on later on when we, we do speak to um, Eleanor is that the, the, the hottest market right now, the hottest part of the market is that kind of 600 to, to 850 range because you've got that clash of investors plus first homeowners. Yep. Um, anything now, mate, that's been listing in that price bracket – it won't be on the market for any more than 10 days. Yeah, I might have seen that yeah. firsthand. Yeah. And and it's, yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? It really is. So there's a couple of hotspots still available around that price point. We'll touch on a bit later on where people can, you know, get a get a good deal. Do we have to talk about it on the radio? Can't we just talk about <laughs> privately? You, you pay me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the Brisbane market as well. We're going to cover off on footy. Heaps to come up. And and Daddy Vass, our uh, producer, has got. We're going to talk about this a uh, little later on as well. It's a, uh, yes, it's uh, yeah, wonderful mental health um, activity that happens on Saturdays called One Wave Fluoro Saturday Surface. It's actually happening sessions. right now, Jace. Yeah, right now. So. Yeah. We're going to give that a little bit of uh, publicity this morning. I love this idea. Yeah, it's great. I love it. And Daddy, who's a, a very keen surfer, um, sorry you're working, mate. You can't be there today. But this is Saturdays in the Southeast. We'll kick the show off when we come back. Uh, we'll have a look at the quaffle and see what's going on there. And we'll talk a little bit of AFL as well because the Suns are in action tonight in Darwin. We'll get to that in a moment. This is Saturdays in the Southeast. Considering a buyer's agent? Visit edwardspropertyco.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. NAB AFL Auskick is back. Register at play.afl slash Auskick. This is Saturdays in the Southeast on SEN. Yeah, Jake Edwards, Jason Matthews here this morning. Uh, we're going to talk the Suns in a moment, and we'll talk about their great win last week against 
the Western Bulldogs. Watch that game. Was that Sunday, Saturday night? Saturday night. Yeah. Mate, what a game. Uh, we'll talk. Fantastic. We'll preview the game against Saturday. But that game, I, 75% of the crowd were going for the Western Bulldogs. They're making a late run. They got some brilliant free kicks and some 50-meter penalties. Yeah, they did. It's like everyone, everyone's scratching their heads. Yeah. But well done to the Suns. They, they did enough to hold them off and kicked a goal at the end to just get away. A brilliant goal, by the way. But, um, yeah, this is a good challenge this week against uh, the Adelaide Crows. We'll, we'll cover off on that shortly. But AFL's well and truly alive in the in the top end, isn't it? It really is, Jase. I was talking to a mate the other day and I was saying if, if Gold Coast over the next 16 to 18 months can start winning some games and potentially play finals, you watch AFL in this southern corridor here in Queensland, just absolutely take off. Yeah, it's it's probably – well, the Gold Coast is different to Brisbane. I mean, the Lions are the biggest team in Brisbane. I, I think they're bigger than the Broncos or they're pretty much on par. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're, both, they're both elite clubs, but right? Yeah, but you can tell when the Broncos are winning. Like that, it's got a real buzz up there at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that's that, and that's that's true. But there's also a big buzz around the Lions. Mm. So I mean, they're probably, to be fair, they're probably on par, right? Yep. But on the Gold Coast, I, I, it's probably more a Titans town. Rugby league's probably a little bit stronger. Mm. But as you say, if the Suns can get a few on on the roll, uh, who knows what can happen? Because you don't know what's going to happen with the Titans. They win one, they they lose the games. You expect them to win. Yeah, they got the bunnies this afternoon. The Titans, and also look, we've had such a a migration of people down south the last 12, 18 months. Who have all mm. come from AFL states traditionally, and they're stepping into great opportunity, huge opportunity. So if they can get their act together and keep winning games like they did on the weekend. They're up there again again uh, in Darwin. Which plays into their hands with the conditions because of the the moisture and the dew. You mm. can see the doggies just weren't quite used to that at the back end of the game when the yeah the climate comes into it. So and the no, Cro- it was a great game. Crows had that great win last week against the Lions. I so. picked that one, didn't I, mate? Did you? I did pick that one. I, I called it. It's, can we go to the tape? I don't remember that. <laughs> it, it, it's hard to stay up as it is for. What well, they won seven in a row? The Lions and up against Adelaide have been big improvers this year. Back at uh, Amy Stadium or you know, Adelaide Oval, it's called, and then had to win. Yeah, I, I picked that one from a from a mile away. Mid-season draft. Take me through this. Um, I didn't even know it was on. So the Lions uh, and uh, the Suns, what, couldn't pick up anyone? They didn't have any space? Yeah. Why, why couldn't they recruit someone? Yeah, so the, the clubs that can only participate in the mid-season draft, which is a rookie draft, yep. um, you have to have spots available on your list. So how that looks is... If there's a player that's gone a long-term injury, uh, they've been put aside, but they're still on the list, but they can't can't yep. play. Uh, but sometimes teams will hold off on draft picks at the end of the season. And as long as there's available list space, then a team can participate halfway through the year on recruiting someone. So um, good news for the Lions is that, and the Suns, that they didn't need anyone. No, so that's great. Anyone. So didn't that's good one. news. Yeah. Uh, the Brisbane Lions uh, VFL have handed over Harry Arnold to Sydney. To Sydney. Yeah, he's a, he's a backman, he's a defender about my height. He's been going, obviously going pretty well. So he finds himself down to Sydney, which I was just thinking uh, earlier today, mate, if mid-season draft had been around when I was playing, it would have been I- ideal scenario. I mean, you think about it, right? So you're playing VFL all year and you're going all right and then halfway through the year you get an opportunity to step into an AFL club. You step in halfway through the year, there's no pre-season. <laughs> hey? Uh, yeah, how, I like it. How already. good. Yeah, that's there's good. There's no time trials. Literally, one of those, speaking to one of the boys on SCN 
uh, the other day and I was having a listen and you know, his first training session was a captain's run. And I'm thinking my first training lesson <laughs> train session oh. was was a time trial and I think we backed it up uh, with about a two-hour session after that. So, yeah, times have changed. Um, what are the top three uh, focuses for the Suns over the next 12 months, do you think? Yeah, I was having to think about this as well during the week. And as I said earlier, Jace, if the Suns can get their act together and start winning games, I think they're certainly on the right right trajectory with that. Um, one, two, and three, and not in any order, but I, we spoke about Hardwick, how he stepped away from Richmond uh, the other week, and I think he might probably end up at Port Adelaide, but there may be an opportunity not there. Not now. It's impossible. Oh, not but, the way they're going. Well, I know, but they haven't got Hinkley signed up yet, mate. So I, but I, if, they, if they win this week, Port Adelaide, that's their longest winning stretch ever, ever in the AFL. So I still ask the question, why hasn't he been signed? Maybe yeah. he, maybe he's not interested. Maybe he wants to feel offers out there. It could possibly be, and maybe good management for him might suggest hold off and just up his uh, yeah up his pay grade, and yep. he might get that yeah that multi million dollar deal. But if we were to look at it with an option of if there's a chance for the Suns to go hard at Hardwick right now, not to get him in to take over as coach, but to mentor Stewie Jew because I think Stewie's the right man for the job. But get Hardwick in. He moves to the Gold Coast. It, bit nicer lifestyle, but in more of a director of coaching role, I'd be putting a lot of effort into that and exploring that option and pay him whatever you need to pay him to get him up to, to mentor. Because that's a still a very young coaching group, um, mm. even assistant-wise uh, at the Suns. The next one would be, I reckon they need to target that 30 to 40 game um, player, AFL player. If you look at their list, you know, they bat to about 15, the Suns, and then they drop off from a, I personally think from a talent perspective, but... There are many players on many lists that are hanging around that 30 to 40 games that are in and out, the more insurance plays. And if you can find the right one. That's what Paul Roos did at the Swans, remember? It's that money ball. It is the money ball game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah spot on. So I think that, you know, I, was, I wasn't able to identify some players. I could probably bring them to the table next week, mate. But there would be, oh, I'd be two on every list at a club that have a lot of upside that if you got them into a, a new opportunity, fresh start with yep. a, a developing list. But you, you need the right people. You can't you can't have idiots join your list. You know you ne- they need to be driven, leadership focused, uh, have come from a, a successful structure of, of a football club, and they can bring that into the list. I think that's an area. And the third one is look, it's been thrown out there a hundred times, but that, I reckon they need to go out and find a big fish. You know, I'll throw names in here like Buddy and and Dustin too old. Dustin Martin. I I think Both Buddy. Of those. I think Buddy is too old, but. If we look at it, like where they, they failed, I think, was trying to get um, Hunt and um, Israel Folau from ex, you know, other codes yeah, to come yeah, across and play. Yeah. It was purely a marketing thing. I, I see Buddy and Martin as a as a similar kind of uh, category. Get them here. Give them a one, two-year option. Um, get people on seats. Mate, I, I disagree. I, I, I disagree with the players of that ilk because you might get one season out of mm-hmm. them. And, again, that's just a marketing ploy. What you need to do, you've got to go back and find whoever that player is right now that's coming off contract and offer them like a five, six-year deal, like like the Swans did with Buddy, well, like, I, like Brisbane like Brisbane have done with uh, Danaher. Yeah, so I went through the list earlier today and had a look at who's, uh, who's out of contract. And for me, there wasn't any of those big marketing players. The only you one, still got a long time. You yeah, know. but you, you, you're really putting your money where you, there's a bit of hope there and ability. I just think it's only a short-term fix. And I just, if you had Buddy come here, he just bought a house not too far away here on the Gold Coast. I think he's dropped seven mil on it. So he, at some stage, he's going to be living here. 
maybe just dangle the carrot in front of him and say, hey, why don't you come up, spend a year, just purely from a marketing sense. All right, let me throw it to the listeners, 0457 736 736. Who should the Suns go after? I agree you should have a big name. You know, a fan favourite. Yeah. Who, who, you know, and, and yeah. again, I will say it from – I am a Swan supporter, but Sydney have always had to do that because they're in a, a rugby league market. Mm. You know, so they've gone from plugger to um, Barry Hall – Yep. And then they've gone to Bud. Warwick Kappa. Yeah. <laughs> Let's forget those days, could we please? Uh, but and then they've gone to Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, but they got him in their prime. They got it. That's the difference. They mm. got him in their prime because they wanted him at the club. And what happens when you get those players that are there for five or six years? You know this. It then attracts other players. It does. That's right. Absolutely. Though. But who, who would want to play with Buddy or Dusty? But if you're playing, but yeah, but if they're only there one year and you're playing at Carlton. Are you going to potentially go, listen, I'm going to put all my eggs into the Gold Coast Suns basket? You're not if, they're only, if they've only got one year left in their body, Jake. Yeah, no, that, that's a good point, Jay. So I just – I think, again, when you think of the Suns right now, who is it that you think would put bums on seats? Matty Rao, but he's not a personality. He's not, is he? He's not a he's character. He's just a great player. you got, you got Benny King there, but he's he, he's probably nickname is Humphrey. He's as quiet as they come. Um <laughs> As in Humphrey B. Bear. Humphrey B. Bear, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you know, Fat Cat. You can roll with Fat Cat. <laughs> yeah, fat, cat fat Cat didn't talk either, right? No, he didn't. No. There you go. So either th- one. Yeah, any, any, any large character any large. in a suit. <laughs> but I'm just thinking of the Sunset List currently right now. I'm thinking, well, who is it that my young daughter or son growing up is going to want to go, Dad, let's go to the footy to watch this player? I'm just thinking now, I, I, I wouldn't know who that would be for the Suns. And if it's just for a year or two years to capitalise on this market here on the Gold Coast, over the next three to five, I think that's a really critical aim for them. Do you think it worked? With, do you think it worked with Gary Ablett? I don't. Uh, well, I t- I, I, no I, finals appearance. I, I tell you, what, it did help with the Southern followers. Like I know that all my mates who lived in Melbourne and that we all actually started following the Suns just purely because of Gary Ablett. But that doesn't help. That doesn't help put bums on seat. But I, I think I think the game. When did Gary get here? Now he's oh, just eight years ago. Mm. How long ago? I just think there's an, a moment in time now that they've got ahead of them, the Suns, that if they went out and, mate, whether it is a buddy of Martin or who you're s- suggesting, like, again, I went through that list of players that are out of contract or, you know, can un- unrestricted free agents, and there wasn't that kind of name. You're going to have to pay someone who's in contract to come over on a, a more money, offer maybe another year what they've got left, uh, to come and say, hey, play, but we, right. we need you to be our... Our pin-up board. Well, I agree with you. They do need that big name, but I don't know about those two. That's that's anyway. What are your is, thoughts? Is there anyone? Is there anyone else in your? In nah, your no, no one I can think of. Yeah. No, but yeah, it is a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I I don't know. I just think it needs to be a little bit long term. Let's talk about uh, the quaffle last week. Ashley pumped Sherwood by sixty nine points. Ashley remain uh, cemented at the top of the ladder with seven wins and one draw, no losses. Labrador beat Robbo by twenty points and. Put his leg or knee in some contraption so he can't play anymore. That's what happens when you come up against Labrador. That's right. You get knocked back into your place, Jase. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Round 10, uh, Mount Gravatt hosts Noosa. Yep. Uh, who wins that? Oh, geez. It's, it's, I'm going to go Mount Gravatt. Noosa is sitting second bottom at the moment. So, yeah. Probably beat Labrador. Mm. Uh, the Grange mm. against Morningside. Look, Grange are going great. They really are. They're sitting third. They've had a really 
a really good year so far. They've been probably the biggest improvers across the comp, so I'm going to go with them. Vic Point versus Labrador, easy Vic tick. Point, yeah. What? No. <laughs> Come on, mate. They're sitting second. They're going all right. Mate, Vic. do you want your leg broken as well? <laughs> all right. Uh, Labrador win that easy. Maroochydore take on Brody. The, uh, it's the clash of the holiday destinations. Uh, Brody got done last week. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Maroochydore up there. Um, Surface should pump Sherwood. They should, yep. And Aspley host Palmy. Hey, how'd Palmy go last week? Did they win? Palmy did. They did have a win, yes. So, so they're they, starting to... They played st- Sherwood, I believe, and Sherwood sitting on the bottom, so they... Yeah, Sherwood... No, Aspley beat Sherwood. Are they? Oh, yeah, they we def- should have done our research. Well, no, they definitely did wings. I did look earlier to, yeah, to right, check okay. that. Um, I just can't remember who they played. So they're starting to come back Palm Beach after Slowly. a slow start. Yeah, yeah. Right I here. caught up with uh, David Armitage during the week, actually. And, oh, uh, how is he? He's, he's done. He's out. For the what? year. Why? Uh, well, he's, he's got issues, as you said last time, with his knee, I yeah. believe it was. Another dicky knee. Yeah. Uh, as you get older, you put on a few more kilos, Jason. You're saying, so you're saying David Armitage is fat. That's, <laughs> you heard it here for, wow. Uh, I, I think, I think we'll Dave would admit uh, he's not, he's playing weight as he was at St Kilda. So, hey, and I'm also the same. Don't worry about that. Um, all right. But, um, Aspley should get that, that job done. Yeah, right they're, they're, they're sitting, sitting nice as well. Bounce down for all games, 2 o'clock, uh, the Savo. Season 2023, Rajos are open for NAB AFL Auskick and club footy. Sign up at play.afl forward slash Auskick. Uh, break time when we come back, senior economist from Prop Track, Eleanor Craig. She's going to have a chat to us uh, about are there any bargains in Queensland somewhere where you can get yourself into the property market. We'll do that next. Considering a buyer's agent? Visit edwardspropertyco.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Yeah, Jakey Edwards, Jason Matthews here this morning on SENQ, 6.93am in Brizzy and 16.20am on the Goldie. Hey, um, we're going to have to change that. Is, has your business changed name as well now? Well, it has, yeah, as of yesterday. Wow. I, I'm, I'm letting it slide today, okay. Jason, right and yeah. we'll fix it all up next week, mate. But It's a transitional period. It is it? a transitional period. So we're now formally named Edwards and Smith Buyers Agents. There you uh, go. Eli Smith, who actually used to play at the Brisbane Lions, um, has been working for me now for about 12 months, and he finds himself down in South Australia operating down there and representing our clients, which is great. So now he's come on formally as a partner, which is exciting. Very exciting indeed. Rightio, uh, should we let's let's get into this. Let SW Brokerage help you meet your financial goals. This is Saturdays in the Southeast on SEN. Yeah, and ta- I saw an interesting um, uh, report come out from PropTrack uh, during the week about uh, sales data, and and it's turned around. It's going up again. It's going up. It's crazy, isn't it? Yes, it is. We've got a high demand and low stock, Jason. You know what that brings? Money. Money. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Eleanor Cray from PropTrack is uh, joining us now. G'day, Eleanor. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Or good afternoon. Sorry. No, you're all good. Now, listen, let's talk about the the report that came out during the week from PropTrack. It was a national report. But what I wanted, prices are up 0.32%. So that's pretty healthy, right? Mm. Um uh, the biggest um, – I want to find out, and we talked about off the top of the show, if, you, if you're struggling to get your foot in the market in major metropolitan areas around Australia, which is pretty tough at the moment, right, you can go regional, and there are jobs in regional Australia. In Queensland, if people are contemplating this and getting into the market, what are you know, a couple of great value regional areas around Queensland? Yeah, so 
at regional Queensland, um, we've seen that the latest uh, PropTrack home price data um, or home price index release showed that uh, home prices in regional Queensland increasing 0.32% in the month of May, actually erasing their prior downfall and surpassing the prior peak. So reaching a fresh record high home prices in regional Queensland. So when we look at um, some of the smaller geographical regions and uh, break that down by, by uh, median value, it's uh, places like the Darling Downs Maranoa region where the median value of dwellings is still under 400,000 Aussie dollars. Uh, Townsville, uh, central Queensland as well, all still under 400,000 Aussie dollars where, um, where you can probably find a, a bit of value. Uh, but really even looking at some of the kind of middle of the range parts of regional Queensland, so Cairns and the White Bay region, um, maybe a little bit more expensive than the likes of uh, Townsville, um, but, but still a pretty decent value if you're comparing to capital city markets like Sydney, Melbourne, even Brisbane. Eleanor, okay, let's, let's put the money where, where the advice is. You yourself, you're going to buy your next investment or property. Where is it that you're going to be buying here in Queensland? What, 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 where would you put your money? <laughs> so that's a tricky question uh, and you've got to know as an economist I cannot give you a definitive answer to that. <laughs> I'll try my best Chase. I'll yeah, try my so, best mate. We'll talk to her off the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially I mean for each individual um, based on their own personal circumstances uh, there's going to be a whole range of uh, different options and considerations that are going to make one region right for, for someone over the other. I mean, what we do know is uh, that, you know, although in some places home prices are, are maybe a little bit lower uh, than they were 12 months ago, so potentially that deposit hurdle is a, is a little bit less, certainly um, offset by the fact that borrowing capacity is down around 30%. Um, mortgage servicing costs have risen substantially. It's actually quite interesting, um, though. We are seeing, uh, with respect to the rebound in home prices, although we've seen a lot of those more affordable regions within um, regional Queensland uh, really largely avoiding price falls. So if we look at Cairns and Townsville and the like, those markets have continued to climb to fresh record highs. I think with that relative affordability advantage really underpinning home prices as in interest rates have quickly risen, we've seen that both buyer demand and prices have held up better in those regions that are more affordable on a relative basis. But as we've seen uh, this rebound or current price rebound underway, um, a lot of those regions that very much led the downturn, like the Gold Coast, for example, are also seeing a pretty strong rebound with respect to home prices. So Gold Coast home prices up um, close to 5%. Uh, from their low point last year, and actually Gold Coast price is also reaching a fresh record high in May. Yeah, well, that's better than putting your money in the bank at the moment. Eleanor, question without notice. Are we seeing more of a demand where people are, are looking for that tea, uh, tree change or or sea change and heading out to regional areas so they can afford to live? It's a little bit of both, really. Um, we're certainly seeing, I think, based on uh, home price data uh, and uh, the data that we've got on rental markets as well, uh, that I think the pace at which people were moving to the regions from the capital cities throughout the COVID period has eased back, um, potentially to more average levels, but probably still remains 
a little bit elevated relative to those pre-COVID levels. We are seeing um, that actually so far this year, it is capital city markets that are leading the price upswing. Um, so uh, in May, we saw that trend continuing with capital city markets rising 0.45% and regional areas just a pretty small 0.03%. Um, and uh, we've seen that trend really emerging throughout this year, throughout the current price rebound. And I think um, it makes sense, right, because for some, that move would have been more permanent than others, mm. uh, and we're certainly seeing that, I think, reflected in rental markets at the moment. So it's really over the past 12 months, capital city rental markets that have tightened significantly, uh, whereas regional rental markets have begun to ease. Vacancy rates right, still remain okay. very low. It's yeah. still difficult for many to find a rental, but, but they are easing up. Radio, uh, Eleanor Cray, that's great news uh, from Prop Track because that means those Victorians have stopped moving north, which is terrific. We've got too many of those dodgy Victorians up here as it is. <laughs> uh, Eleanor, thanks for your time on Saturdays in the Southeast. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. There goes Eleanor. So some handy stuff there, mate, by the way. Um, but you wanted to focus on the three best suburbs, seven hundred to 850000 which... It's probably in some people's wheelhouse still. Yeah, it is. I think the expectation now is if you're looking to buy uh, an investment or even that first homeowner range, you're looking at spending six to eight fifty would be would be the mark. There are some still good areas, Jason, around Brisbane, especially that you can start your focus on. And there's three areas I can identify now. There's there's Wynnum, and yes, you know they pop up not as much as they did. Six to twelve months ago, but you can still get a property up around that eight to eight fifty. Yeah, but range. what are you looking at? Though? Is it a house or is it a unit? No, it's a house. You get a yeah, well, you can get a high okay. set. It might, look, it's a renovator. You, yeah. you will need to do some work to it. But most of these properties you're buying at that range in and around that Brisbane area, you, you're going to have to do a lick of paint to it over over some time. So probably three one something similar like that. Not a decent sized block. Yeah, you know it's it's a start. It gets you in the property market. So Wynnum, Bracken Ridge. Yeah, right. Is an area as well, just on the northern side of the city. There, it's close to the airport. It's nice and close to, to the Bruce Highway heading up, heading up north. And as we know, that corridor over the next ten years is going to continue to grow. And then Eagleby, which is on the southern side of uh, of just Brisbane. near Beanley, right? Just yep. Beanley yep. in uh, in Logan there, mate. Which again, you could you could throw a or kick a footy from your backyard to the highway sometime in some areas, but that that growth corridor over the next five years is going to still going to go. It has to go. It still has to go. But you can get properties around there for the you know, seven fifty to to eight hundred, and, and you'll get a, a more of a decent size home in the Eagleby than what you would say Wynnum. But if you're looking at closer to the city, Wynnum's your your area, and Brackenridge yeah, well. is, is definitely an area to look at. Well, we just bought uh, last week uh, for a client in Aspley on a six fifty block. It's a renovator. It needs a bit of work, but it's livable. They'll work on it over the next five years and then upgrade it to something nice and. But we got that seven forty. Imagine that, which is though. a good buy in Aspley. I mean, that's that's great value. It's great value. But imagine going back every weekend and having to work on your house. Stuff that. Uh, yeah, well, not not every client is motivated to. Uh, Where's the time for golf and going to the footy? Well, that's very true. And on your on your schedule, mate, you probably fit it in four or five times a week. <laughs> I'm sure. Good point. <laughs> Grow your wealth with our trusted financial specialist from SW Brokerage. That's the SWBY, I should say. Hey, listen, mates, um, we've got to go to a break. Some good advice there. And again, this is just general advice. Make sure you talk to your accountants or whoever 
uh, for specific advice for your needs. This is Saturdays in the Southeast. Something really cool happening right now on the beaches of the Gold Coast. We'll chat about that and work out what everyone's doing this weekend. Well, one of us is about to jump on a plane and head up to Palm Cove and lay by the pool and drink some fluffy ducks all weekend. Uh, and it's not me. Uh, we'll get to that next here on Saturdays in the Southeast. Considering a buyer's agent? Visit edwardspropertyco.com.au. This is SEN Saturdays in the Southeast. It's all about health, wealth, and footy. Yeah, Jake Edwards, Jason Matthews here. About to wrap up the show here on Saturdays in the Southeast on SENQ and SEN1620 on the Goldie. Speaking of the Goldie, this is a great thing. I don't know if you come across this or Daddy Vass, our producer, he loves to surf. Uh, happening right now is the One Way Fluoro Saturday Surf Session at Greenmount Beach. Now, this show's about footy uh, health and wealth. And how about this for mental health? Surfers get together in their fluoro to raise awareness for mental health. Fantastic. And course. it doesn't matter if you can surf, Daddy was telling us. Oh, I'd fit right in, mate, because yeah, I'm useless on a surfboard. <laughs> oh, look, I'm an apre surfer. Just, you know, carry that board around with me. But, mate, what a great initiative. It's on um, – let's have a look. At Greenmount Beach – Every Saturday from 6 to 8. So. Yeah, every Saturday. So it's happening right now as we speak, which is a terrific cause, but we don't miss out. If you miss out today, get next, there uh, get next, there next Saturday. week. Yeah, next Saturday. That's on next Saturday and the Saturday after that. And, yeah, that's – that's. Um, oh, I love that. I love that sort of stuff. And, I mean, you you know, I mean, you're you're much better at this, this space than what I am. Anything that you can do, I reckon, Jake, just to get out of the norm. Mm. If you're feeling like crap, just go and talk to someone. Don't even, you know, I know Daddy, you know, and, and a few of us have got mates who we have a chat to them and all of a sudden they're starting to, you know, pass on some problems. They don't need you to fix them. No. They just want to get it off their chest. They do. To someone they trust. And what this is doing, Jace, is it's ticking two real critical components when it comes to supporting each other with mental health. First of all, you've got the physical element. Mm-hmm. So getting out of the house, getting active, you know, that's always going to present positive outcomes. And then the second one is that community of people you know, creating that brotherhood, if you want to call it, um, not suggesting they're all men on this at this event, but it has that kind of sporting culture environment, doesn't it, where it's very supportive, have a conversation, have a chat. Everyone's equal. And I, look, I've never done this. I've never sat out there and waited for an eight-footer to come in and drop into the – drop in, what were they called? Into the tube. The pipe. The pipe. I don't know. <laughs> Daddy, what's it the called? Barrel. The, the barrel. barrel. The barrel. That's it, the barrel. But I'm sure, mate, at times there's been – you're sit on, sitting on your board waiting – maybe one-on-one or a couple of mates out there at the back before a set comes in, you, you know, you're just having a good chat. So it's a fantastic cause. Well done to the guys who've organised that. Yeah, I love it. And then, you know, afterwards, once you're coming off the surf, you can have a Chico roll and a, a chalky milk. That's what – that's the only reason I would want to surf. Is that because of the old promos, the old Chico roll yeah, girls? Yeah, and yeah. That no, not because of that at all. <laughs> Please. We, we, we had a good moment there. <laughs> we were being responsible adults. But no, that's isn't that the the food of choice for surfers? I mean, I don't see it. I don't see it at Pipeline no. uh, or Bell's Beach when the professionals come out of the surf. But surely that is that like a, a pie or a, yeah, a chicken and a, you got to have a chalky milk. Times have changed, man. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they have a latte and a um an acai oh, bowl or something yeah. like that. If you're having your surfing and having an acai bowl, don't just don't <laughs> don't, don't do surf. that. Don't, don't just give up. <laughs> Don't find another gardening or something. I don't, I don't know, but just don't surf anymore. Come on. What are you up to this weekend? Mates, uh, well, I was meant to go to the Rabbitohs and Titans, Savo. I'm okay. a Rabbitohs supporter, and that's at Seabus. What happened? 
Um, I agreed. I agreed to go to watch my daughter at a dance competition. Uh, father of the year. Mate, it's looking like it, mm. <laughs> but I, I'm i not looking forward to it. Have you got somewhere to be later in the year that you're trying to get some brownie points with? Well, no, this, like is, no this is my, just my a... wife's fine if I don't go. Mm. Like, I do one a year, you know, and then I that, that ticks a it. box. Yeah. All right? <laughs> but I got sucked into the and I didn't even check the NRL calendar. And I've gone, yeah, I'll come. It's two to four, oh. or whatever it is. It's right when the game's on. And I'm just, I'll just, I'll just take my phone, watch it on KO. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to be. Yeah. I'll miss the dancing. Yeah. Right, I'll just go and sit in the car. Or something. What about uh, you, mate? So, oh, sorry, here we go. Someone's off to Palm Beach. Yes, yeah, so I've got to head off very, Palm very Cove, soon, man. mate. I've got to get off uh, and jump on that plane to Palm Cove. We've got a good mate's wedding. Uh, Victorian friends are flying up, and mate, just yeah, give me. What's the flight to Cairns? Probably a couple of hours. Two, two hours twenty, something like a bit. That. Yeah, so give me three and a half hours. I'll be next to the pool somewhere with a fluffy duck in with hand. A fluffy duck. You know what? I haven't had a fluffy duck in years. I don't even know what a fluffy duck is. Yes, you do. It? Yes, you do. Come on, don't <laughs> pretend you don't. Hey, looking forward to the Suns and the Crows tonight. And the uh, Suns. I'll be watching that after dancing. Um, <laughs> that's at TIO Stadium. Let's hope they win two in a row and get the job done tonight. How good would that be? Big chance. Big chance. I think there is some good momentum. Adelaide, yes, had a good win last week, but, yeah, the conditions up there, I think, favour the Suns, and fingers crossed the boys can get the job done. Because, again, we need that momentum down here, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the Lions have got the bye uh, this weekend, of course, as well. There you have it. Saturdays in the southeast on SENQ and 1620 on the Goldie. Done and dusted. Enjoy your trip up north, mate. Will do, buddy. You too. Yeah, think of me at the dance concert. I've got to run. (laughs) We'll catch you next week. See you, everyone.